I don't think people have realized it, but it's time to innovate. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so like, how, how do we even enter this space? So I'm, first off, I'm curious from your sake or like from mm -hmm. your perspective, are you seeing the same thing that I'm noticing as far as like things not working the same way, some things just being outdated, people already knowing what's to catch or what's, what's going to come out of this unique approach or this approach. So it's like, are you seeing the same thing from, from where you're sitting and what you're studying and watching? And then if, yeah, let's talk about this innovation thing a little bit, because I feel like it's something that people shy away from mm -hmm. just because we we've, we've all been told if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And we may not necessarily be gushing blood just yet, but we, you know, it's starting, it's starting to hurt a little bit. So yeah. What do you, what are you seeing from your end? So yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things has changed and, um, it, it's, it's hard to put, I'm about to say pulse. And that reminds me of what I said earlier, checking in on Moose and his pulse, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it, it's hard to keep a pulse on everything that's happening with, you know, the online situation, even some in-person stuff that has changed because of the pandemic. It's, um, it, it's hard to say, okay, this is forever gone. This doesn't work at all because maybe this is a season, but yeah, there are a lot of different seasons happening right now. Um, I had a conversation with, uh, E, right. He was showing me some flyers that were like fire to him. He's like, we gotta be, uh, this is the new industry standard. And I'm like, it'd be the new industry standard if flyers were still relevant. Mm. Flyers are not relevant anymore. Well, I know they're not relevant, but we still gotta do. I'm like, no, it, we don't. We gotta figure out new ways to promote certain events. But I get what you're trying to say, you know, cool, right? But at the same time, I'm trying to get him to see things, a picture doesn't, doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah. The, the, the platforms are smarter. They know you're trying to promote your stuff. And so, you know, it, you got to get a little funky with this sometimes as far as even sometimes bringing some of the old stuff that used to work that you let go, bring that back. Bring it back. Add something new that you wanted to try. Like this is this is a season of experimenting, I believe, because there's nothing that is for sure working. They're saying like short form videos right now, when we talk about, if we're talking about content and social media stuff, absolutely. Like that's, that's working for clearly the, the point of like TikTok still being number one. But there are a lot of things that we still can't put our finger on. Mm -hmm. um, so it really goes based off, you know what? Maybe I don't necessarily, and this is how I'm thinking, maybe I don't necessarily have to go with the blueprints that are there that has been working and things like that. Maybe this is definitely the time to create your own vibe. Mm. Like what we see, oh, the, the 
for those people who are in this type of vibe where it's like ebooks and the funnels and the webinars and you know the certain ways of launching this and certain ways of launching that and the you know the release dates and uh, what we know of certain marketing tactics certain business tactics is no longer the is no longer works as it used to yeah so you might as well just do what you want to do do what you because if what already worked doesn't work no more how much is it going to hurt trying something new it already doesn't work uh yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it it what what are we so scared to try something new right now, when nothing may be working for you at this moment? Mm, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and 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 for y'all tapping in, man, I, maybe just drop in the in the comments and and kind of chime in with us here a little bit because I am curious to know if you're seeing the same thing because I've never and it's funny because you were there, or I, and I don't know if you're still in that same space, but you were in the question asking mode. You know, when, when you did the interview with uh, Earn Your Leisure and I find myself in, in, you know, now every time I sit with somebody, I'm just asking them a bunch of questions. Like, yeah. I just want to know what's happening in your world. Right. And I noticed that people are afraid to make a change. Like they understand that, yes, creativity, innovation is required. It's necessary, mm -hmm. but they're afraid to make a change because they're a afraid to get left behind. Mm -hmm. or B, they're afraid to kind of act too early and, and miss a new wave. Like maybe they go left and then things jump back right. So there's definitely like a level of concern around just change in general. But I do like what you're saying because it's saying, look, don't worry about trying to create the future. Don't worry about trying to like create a new trend even, but just simply put out something that's genuine. Put out like go back to the to the to the basics of, okay, here's what I stand for, here's what I represent. Let me just go out and put that to the people because some of the changes that I'm making, right, real life, I'm pulling back on trying to just teach and train. Yeah. Because I feel that trying uh, or, or making education in general your primary source as a business mm -hmm. Is going to quickly become outdated. If you're not a practitioner, if you're not involved, so you say you are a business coach, let's just say that you're a business coach and you're not actively running some form of business for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can recognize what is new, what is relevant, what is current as it relates to business. It's going to be difficult for you to coach effectively, you know, in your coaching business. Yeah. You say you're a creative, you're a content creator or a digital marketer or any anyone, a web designer, but you're not actively working with people to do that, it's going to be difficult to teach others how to do that in this current society. Granted, even if you have 5, 10, 15 years of experience, you will be surprised how quickly some of that information can become outdated if you're not in the space today. So what I've done is I've pulled back from teaching a little bit. Okay. And it stopped and not really relying on that to be the main thing that I'm trying to do. And I'm looking to acquire, I've done this already once, I'm looking to do more, acquire equity into the back end of certain businesses so that I can get back on the ground. 
So now it's like I've become a soldier again. I've become uh, more in the line of fire so I can tell you, hey, here's what's happening. Here's what's actually happening. And that's what sparked this whole conversation. I got involved in the business. I'm doing a large chunk of the hiring. And as we're looking to recruit and scale our team, I'm noticing that number one, people are not interested in more money. Like they don't just want to take a job for more money. Right. As a matter of fact, they'll walk away from more money for better benefits, for example. So I would have not noticed that had I been just in the business of teaching, 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 and trying to shove my ideas, right, to other people and just say, hey, if it doesn't work, it's because you haven't adjusted or you're not doing it correctly. But this is, so I'm noticing that becoming a practitioner, and this is something that we all have to kind of embrace as entrepreneurs, as creatives, that the difference between like comfort and complacency, it's a thin line. Mm -hmm. It's a very thin line. So you can be, you can be uh, like you set up your life in a way that makes sense to you, but you're still after it. Mm -hmm. But somewhere in the middle, you could just fall back and become a little complacent, like almost lazy. And I know lazy might seem a little harsh, but, but complacent, you're not on top of it as much as you used to be and you start missing out or you're not catching the things that you used to catch that made you as effective. So mm. it's like, that's a key part of us staying relevant right now or capturing people's attention is people want to know that you're still involved. You're still doing the work. You're not just vacationing like that idea of just Oh, you're, you're, you're traveling or like, okay, we get it. You, you have a great life. I think you used to tell me that too. Okay. We get it. You, you have a great life, but, but what, like, how do you, how does that connect to me? Right. How does that connect to me as someone who's not there yet? Right. So become a practitioner, right? That's going to help you stimulate innovation and creativity. Uh, can, can we look at innovation or can we look at, let me say it this way. Can we look at giving more personal access as a form of innovation. So let me break it down. Let's okay. say that, okay, uh, traditionally I've been a personal brand that has been very private yeah. and has kept their personal life to themselves or mm -hmm. offline, let's just say that. And now we're entering a phase of like, okay, things are not working as as they used to and kind of just copy it or, or following that same train of thought. Things are not working as they used to. So, let me try maybe infusing what I'm doing with a little bit more uh, personality, a little bit more of my personal life, uh, mm -hmm. maybe showing my family, maybe showing some things that I typically won't show or keep offline for the sake of quote unquote, innovating or adding more to the brand. Mm -hmm. What's your take? Is that, is that, uh, is that innovation? Is that trying something new? when it comes to the personal side or if you kept it off, keep it off for good? Mm, I would have to say that it could be a form of innovation, right? Like I'm still big on keeping certain boundaries. Like you may wanna be trying certain things out that you feel comfortable with, um, but not, how do I, not sacrifice is not the word, 
not compromising your values and your boundaries just for exposure. You feel what I'm saying? Just for reach, just for a sale. Like, maybe there's something that you wanted to show a little bit more for a little bit, didn't find the time to, didn't feel like you were in a good place to do that. And now we're in a testing vibe. Maybe this is the moment to do it. But to kind of like sit back and be like, all right, nothing's working. Okay. I'm going to do reality TV show vibes. I'm going to show them my whole life, everything that I do from waking up to journaling to uh, the conversations that I have to uh, who I'm with. And like, I'm going to show them all of it. I mean, if that's what you want to do, but if that's really not, like you can only do that for so much. And let's, let's think about it like this. You do it, and what if it works? And now you're obligated almost mm. to continue to do something that you didn't want to do anyways, right? It, it almost go. it reminds me of when people jump on trends, right? Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with their brand. Like it's a non-niche trend. They just did something and it went viral. So now you got all these people looking at you. Do that again. Do the funny thing again. And you're actually teaching about blankets. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Do do the funny thing because this is what we're here for. We're here for In the funny thing. We're here yeah. for that. So when you open up yourself in a situation you don't necessarily want to, people are going to look for that. This is why some people uh, have the choice of putting their relationship on social media or not because then it becomes about y'all and not you. And so now they're there for the two of you. Oh, I love you guys. Great. It's awesome. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, my God. You two together. Couples. Oh, I love it. Love is love. Great. And totally forget about what in the world you do. Because mm-hmm. now the focus is on how cute. And now, for those people who do it, kudos. Like, show your love. I'm not saying don't, right? I'm saying if you are not that way and you want to keep that private, don't put it out there because nothing is working right now. Don't put it out there because... Numbers are low. Don't put it out there because sales aren't happening. And you see other people and how they do their couple goals and this, then, the third, and be like, hey, oh, babe. <laughs> so you see how everybody is doing the little TikTok and little skits and stuff like that? Like, I think that'd be really dope for us. But but we don't even do that. I know. But. but. <laughs> like, let's practice. Let's practice it. Right. It's like eh, you there's still there's still things at the end of the day if it goes well, which it possibly can, you know. We're gonna look for that. And are you willing to do that for three years, four years, five years? Because we think of now. Mm-hmm. 
but we're not thinking longevity. And you got to think about things that I, I can do or we can do for the long term, whether it's mm. you, whether it's your significant other, whether it's your kids, whether it's your business partner, you got to figure out, can we sustain this longer than this down period? Man, you got me smiling because you know that. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah, no, it's critical. It's critical. No, nah, it's critical. That sustainability thing is crazy. And and it's, and I never would have thought I'd be at a point in my career rethinking something that I enjoyed and have a deep love for. Like mm -hmm. teaching? Like I love it. I absolutely love it. But... And maybe I'm wrong for this. I don't know. I'm not perfect. Maybe maybe you give me your opinion, Nick. I actually value your opinion. Somebody else, okay. maybe not so much, but I value your opinion. <laughs> but, you know, I just got to be honest. But, you know, part of me also thinking is like, man, if if my industry is changing so much so mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like from time to time you hear the, oh, the fake guru uh, phrase being thrown around. Oh, this person thinks they're that or, oh. The fake guru online has become even a joke, right? Like, oh, the fake guru online said to do this. And I'm like, man, is that the perception of people in the space? Mm -hmm. Of course, it has you in like two spaces. You're torn between do I pull back so I'm not associated with those types of references mm -hmm. or do I double down and really work, which I know this is probably more the answer, but do I double down and do more of the work in its original form so people know like you're almost protecting the industry right it's mm -hmm. like no 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 these are the people who are just going to be here for a minute they're going to have a moment uh, this is me or this is this is this is us as a part of the original movement like we've been here for a while we'll be here when they leave mm -hmm. you know and it's like what do you do during those times you kind of pull back a little bit let them have their line and just okay, cool. You on a run? You 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 really you really capturing it? I wait till you get bored so that we can really showcase it. Or is it a case of yo, the industry is just no longer interested in the stagnant, uh, you know, uh, sit sit in a table and pull out a notepad and pen? Like maybe maybe it's not that anymore. So, you may have watched the same clip that I did that talked about gurus. I don't know. It was an Ash Cash situation. I don't know if you saw that one, right? I have it. Okay, so, yeah. so it was like, uh, shout out to Ash Cash, but um, some a guest was on it and it was like, uh, he asked the question. He was like, "Yo, don't listen to gurus, right?" Now here's the thing. I I, I want to address that real quick. Uh, the gurus in the game don't call themselves gurus. Mm. Oh, shoot. So, like, the, let's think about that. The, the people who are really doing the work, really teaching the people, really impacting people, are not calling themselves a title. They don't need a title. Their work is going to do it themselves. So what other people may call them is is their prerogative, but they will never call themselves. I am the guru. I am the legend. I am the goat. I am this. No, no, that's not, that's not happening. So mm -hmm. if someone is calling themselves that, that's already a red flag. But 
nine out of ten times, those people who are saying, you know, don't listen to gurus, it's not working no more, this, then, and the third, they probably got um, burnt by one of the fake ones that call themselves gurus. So I don't really necessarily pay attention to when, you know, people say don't listen to gurus, don't do this, don't do that. It's our, it's our choice who we listen to. Now, there is an audience of people who are still seeking information, writing things down. They're in a consuming standpoint to learn in order to execute. Mm -hmm. There are people who are ready to, um, to just execute and not ready to consume anymore. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a cycle. It's fine. Everybody has a cycle of when they're ready to receive and when they're ready to execute or when they're ready to just chew. It is perfectly fine. That should not sway you left or right from what you are called to be do to to do. Right? So yes, there is a bad uh a bad name on gurus right now. But no one who is a real true guru, no one who is really doing their thing, no one who is actually doing the work, call themselves any of that. <laughs>